Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, former personal trainer and nutrition specialist turned confidence coach. I am passionate about helping women unlearn and unbecome what they think they should be so they can embrace their true self and show up in life how they want to be. Join me as we look at how to find confidence with nutrition, movement, health, and body image. With that, let's go to the show. hey We are back for another episode and I'm so excited. Hello, my friend. I missed you. I feel like it's been forever since we chatted, <laughs> even though it was just earlier this week when we were talking about what the heck is confidence and what does that even mean? Why do I need it? Why do I want it? And if you haven't listened to that episode, it is a great one. That is episode 62. You are currently listening to episode 63. And today we're going to talk about motivation. Ah, yeah. Motivation. What on earth is motivation? Motivation is that thing that keeps you on track. It's the thing that keeps you going. It's the thing that keeps you inspired. It keeps the fire lit and the home flames up burning. Do you catch my drift? I don't even know what that means, but it keeps you going. You have a goal or maybe you want to do a new habit or change behaviors or start investing in yourself. You're like, I'm going to do these things and I just need to stay motivated. And the reason that you need motivation is because what you want and what you think you want are not aligned. There is a misalignment between what you are saying you want to see happen and what you really truly want deep inside, right? And when we talk about alignment, I'm not talking about like you go to the chiropractor, they're like, oh, your back's out of alignment. And they do the like pop and you're back in alignment. Or like with your car when you're driving and it kind of pulls over to the left or to the right and you have to like constantly like recorrect. Recorrect is that a thing? Sure. When you have to constantly correct the wheel and keep it driving straight. Not that kind of alignment either. This alignment is a spiritual alignment. This is where you have a desire and you do an action to achieve that desire. Right? We gave examples a second ago. We, me and my alter ego gave you some examples. Weight loss is one of them. That's probably the biggest one that I see. Exercise, starting new habits, changing behaviors, investing in yourself. These are some of the things that we try to do that are not really aligned with what we really want. And you may think, well, of course, right? Like weight loss, I want to lose weight. You know, it'd be so much better if I was X number of pounds from here. Or exercise. Yeah, for sure. I know that it's good for me and I should work out. But I just, I need motivation, right? I need something to keep me going. Because if I don't have motivation, I won't keep going. It'll be hard. It'll be a struggle. Implementing new habits, drinking water. I know I need to drink water. I know it's good for me. I know it's going to do amazing things for my body and my skin. But I just, I need motivation to drink water or changing behaviors. I'm going to be more positive. I'm going to focus on the positivity and I'm going to to do less negative thinking. 
But I need motivation to stay positive because my mind naturally gravitates toward the negative. Or investing in yourself. Oh, shoot. You know, I really, I want to, I want to invest in this, this program or this self-care or this counseling that I know will get me where I want to be, but I just, I don't really have the money. I can't really afford it. I need something to motivate me to invest in myself. So I'm hoping that at least one of those sounds familiar to you. If not, carry on, keep listening, because chances are there's someone in your life who is wrestling with this and they are stuck in the crazy cycle of that misalignment that happens when you say you want something, but you really don't know what you want. You've lost touch with what it is that's really going on inside of you and what you really, truly, deeply desire. So the only way to get over that, to get past that, to stop needing so much darn motivation is to stop relying on willpower. Yeah, willpower. That thing, right? Where it's like you're trying not to eat so many sweets and so you're trying to cut out sugar and you're like, ah, I just need to like willpower my way past the cookie aisle in the grocery store. Like it takes every ounce of your being and by the end of the aisle, you're sweating and you're just like almost having an anxiety attack because you just want the freaking cookies so bad, but you're trying to do this thing that you know you should do, but you just, it's so hard. And you can only do that so many times. And the crazy thing about willpower is that when you first start using it, it comes in spades, right? Like the first couple weeks of trying to do something, you're like, yeah, I got this. I'm the boss. I own this thing I'm trying to do. And then willpower kind of fades as the newness wears off. As the results slow down, you're like, well, shoot, my weight loss is stalled. I'm feeling a little uncomfortable with that. That's not really what I wanted to see happen. Okay, now I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going past the cookie aisle because I know cookies are carbs and I'm doing this keto thing and I got to... Ah, and you just struggle and you throw the cookies in your cart, darn it, and you're just gonna, you're just gonna have one, right? And then you end up binging on the entire package. What the heck happened? What happened between, I got this, I'm the boss, I can do these new things, I can try these new diets, I can implement these new behaviors, and binge eating the package of cookies. What happened in there is that you were relying on willpower because you were trying to do something that isn't aligned with what you really want for yourself. So what do you have to do? You have to start with why. Go back to the why. If you want something awesome to watch and to read, Simon Sinek, who is quite fun to look at, if you ask me, he does an amazing TED Talk on the power of why. He does a bunch of TED Talks, but the power of why is really good. He also has a book called It Starts With Why. And his whole premise is that you have to get back to the root driving force. What do you want and why do you want it? Why? Why are you doing this thing? Why are you trying to lose weight? Why are you trying to exercise more? Why are you trying to do new habits? Why? And you have to be kind of obnoxious about it. (laughs) 
you kind of have to be annoying with yourself as you're figuring out why. You've got to dig to the bottom. You've got to keep asking yourself, why do you want to have a new habit? Why do you want to drink more water? Well, because I should. Well, that's not very motivating. And that's not very aligned. Just because you should do something doesn't mean you're going to do it. And just because you, quote, should should do something does not mean that that is for you. Does not mean that at all. Why? Why do you want to drink more water? Well, because I should. Because it'll make me healthier. Why do you want to be healthier? What does it mean to be healthier? Oh, well, you know, healthier. I drink more water. My skin looks better. I feel better. Okay, why is that important? Why is it important for you to look better? Why is it important for you to be drinking more water? Why? Why? Well, because I want to feel good in my body. I want to feel attractive. Okay. Why do you want to feel attractive? What's important about that? Because I want to feel worthy. I want to feel accepted. Okay. Why do you want, and you you keep going. Do you see what I'm doing here? We take this broad topic, this broad idea, and we bring it down and down and down and down and down until we have the root cause, the root drive, the root motivation. Why do you want to feel accepted? Why do you want to feel good in your body? It's not about the water. It's not about the habit. It's so much deeper than that. Oftentimes, we kind of put our our desires on the same level as the things that we should do, right? It's like, well, my spouse wants me to lose weight. My doctor wants me to lose weight. My kids want me to lose weight. I want to lose weight too. I don't really want all the goes along with that, all the restriction and the working out. And I don't really want all that, but I want to be healthy. Well, why do you want to be healthy? Why do you want to lose weight? Well, I want to feel better. I want to move better. I want to be around with my kids. Why do you want to be around with your kids? What's important about being around, being able to play with your kids or being there for your grandkids? What's important about that? Well, because I love them. Okay. Why is that motivation for you? And you just keep digging. You dig and you dig and you get past that bedrock layer and you get into the uncomfortable spot because real change happens when we're uncomfortable, not when we are comfortable. And this is true, like if you look at it with exercise, if you are not experiencing some form of discomfort or feeling of tension, your muscle strength will not change. You will not reap the benefits of exercise if there is no tension. I'm not saying no pain, no gain. That is false. But what I am saying is if there's, no cha- if there's no tension, if there's no discomfort, you cannot change. You cannot get stronger. You cannot grow your muscles. You cannot increase your strength. And this is what we think needs to happen is that we just need to be motivated. It needs to be happy all the time. It needs to be sunshine and rainbows, right? Like positivity quotes everywhere and affirmations. And while those are good tools, they don't replace the why. And if you don't replace the why, if you don't know why you're doing something and what you're doing it for, and if you're not doing it for yourself, FYI, if it's not a selfish desire, chances are you're going to go back to relying on willpower. Change has to come from a selfish place. And that feels super weird, but it's true. And here's the rub. If your change isn't selfish, 
if it isn't about you and for you, you will not see it through. And the bummer about that is that you have to believe that you're worth it. Yep. Let's just let that sink in for just a second. In order to change, in order to have new habits, to start exercising, to invest in yourself, you got to think you're worth it. It has to be a selfish desire and you got to think you're worth it. If you do not believe that you are worth it, if you believe that you are incomplete, that you just have to work harder, that you just got to earn it, that you're doing this for your doctor, for your spouse, for your kids, while that's noble, it has to be selfish because otherwise you get stuck in the crazy cycle, right? And you know this cycle. I know you do. It's the cycle where you're like, okay, I'm going to do this thing, whatever it is for you, whether it's saving part of your paycheck or trying to get into a smaller size pair of jeans or to start journaling every day. You're like, I'm going to do this thing because I know that I should. And, you know, I want to. On a surface level, I want to because I know it'll be good for me. And maybe especially if you're doing it for someone else, that's like the worst. Because then it's like, okay, I'm doing this thing. Here I go. Watch me go. I've got willpower. I'm doing it. And I'm doing it. And I'm doing it. And it's harder and harder. And I don't want to do it anymore. And I've run out of willpower. And then crash. That's when you fall off track. You fall off the wagon. You slip. You mess up. You cheat. This is what happens. You skip a few days and then a few days more. And before you know it, your journal is on the shelf collecting dust. And that's what happens, this crazy cycle. And then it's like, okay, recollect myself here. There it is again, recollect. (laughs) Collect myself. And I'm going to try again. I'm going to try harder this time. And because I'm going to try harder, I'm going to succeed. And you try the exact same thing over again. Maybe the diet has a different name. Maybe the habit is different, but you're going to try it again. And history repeats itself because you rely on willpower because it's not a selfish desire and you're not at the core of why you're doing it. And so you try, 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 try so freaking hard. Friend, I see you. You are trying so hard to do this thing. You are showing up, you are trying, you are crying it out, you're sweating it out, you're doing it, you're trying, but you're just relying on willpower and motivation. You need someone else to motivate you because the alignment between what you're doing and what you want isn't there. So how do you you fix it? You're like, okay, Kim, I'm convinced. So now that I don't know what the heck to do, like I'm lost. Okay, here's what we do. We start with why. Always go back to why. If you want to start something new, if you want to pick something up, if you want to make a change, you've got to start with the why, right? And be that annoying four-year-old that's like, why, why, why? And get to the root bottom. Get to the place where you cannot ask yourself why anymore. Like you literally have hit bedrock. And that's your bottom. That's your foundation. Because that is where your motivation comes from. You're going to look back to that and it's going to be uncomfortable. Remember this. It has to bring out some thing that doesn't feel good in you. It has to bring out a deep desire. And sometimes those desires are scary and they don't they don't feel comfortable. Because remember, we don't change when we're comfortable. We don't. We only change when there is tension, when there is a reason 
There is, and it's down at the bottom, and you got to get to what it really is. Because if you just do the surface level, it, you're going to be back in that crazy cycle again. You got to go deep. Second, you have to know that you're worth it. You have to believe that you are worth whatever you're wanting, that you deserve to have happiness, because that's what we're all after. Every single one of us is after happiness, and you deserve it. You deserve to feel happy. You deserve to have joy. You deserve to have confidence. You are worthy of love and acceptance just as you are. Without any of the weight loss exercise, new habits, changing behaviors, investing in yourself, without any of that, you are worthy right here, right now. You're enough. Just as you are. Can you grow? Sure. Can you change? Absolutely. But you don't have to. You don't have to earn this worthiness. You don't have to earn acceptance. You don't have to earn love. You don't have to try harder. These are things that you deserve because you are created child of God. Whoever God is for you, you are created. And that is enough right there. That's enough. And you have to know that because if you don't know that, How on earth can you make a selfish change? If you don't know that, it's always going to be for other people. And it's always going to be about other people. It's never going to be for yourself. And that is where change comes. It has to be selfish. It has to be. It has to cause discomfort in you. It has to be selfish. And you've got to know you're worth it. So you can see how if one of those three things is missing, that you're going to end up in this crazy cycle again. Spinning your wheels in the hamster wheel going around and around and around, feeling like a crazy person because you can't commit. You can't stick to it. You need motivation. You've got to have willpower, right? And that, my friends, is BS. It is baloney. You do not need willpower. You don't. You don't need this thing that everybody says that you need. And the motivation That comes from that pain spot. That comes from getting down to the bedrock reason of why you want to change and what you want to be different and how your life is going to be better because of it. But if you do not start from that place, you will be in the crazy cycle. And you've also got to look at the shoulds too. Yeah, you knew we were going there, right? If you've been listening for a long time, you know we talk about shoulds 90% of the time because that's what it comes down to is the shoulds. Especially like, well, I should lose weight because my doctor said I should. I should drink water because it's healthier for me. I should exercise. I should journal. I should get more sleep. Yeah, the shoulds, nah. Identify them when you can. When you find yourself thinking that I should, I must, I have to, I can't, I won't. Those are should languages. And as Aria says, Aria Lighty over at the the Glitter Mindset, she says, you're shooting all over yourself. And we do that. We should all over the place. And it's those shoulds that'll put you right back in the crazy cycle because those are not for you. That's somebody else's story. Weight loss is a huge one, right? When it comes down to diet and exercise and weight loss, the shoulds are king. And the shoulds usually are passed down from our parents, from our teachers, our friends, family members, 
culture, society, that is handed down to you. Did you know that you don't have to lose weight? Did you know that? Did you know that you shouldn't have to lose weight? Did you know that that doesn't have to be something that you desire or want to do? But we automatically assume that the smaller we are, the more lovable we are, the more acceptable we are. The easier life will be for us the smaller we are. No. No. Whose story is that? Who told you that? Where did that come from? And you have to look at the shoulds and see if you can find a voice. A voice to the shoulds. Who told you this belief that you have, this story that you live out? Whose truth is that? Is it your truth or is it not? Has someone told you that you're not enough? And that's why you want to change. Who said that? Because that's not your story. That's not your reason. That's not your why. And again, that, that is going to keep you in the crazy cycle. You have to know what it is that you believe. What do you believe about diet and exercise? Is it, al- is it in alignment with what you want? This is why I often tell people to stop exercising. Just stop. <laughs> How much energy would you have if you stopped exercising and wasting all your time feeling like, oh, I have to go to the gym. I don't want to go to the gym, but I need to go to the gym. I should go to the gym. Okay, I'm going to the gym. And you like force yourself through a workout that you don't even enjoy. And it's like, great, now I have to go back and do that tomorrow. And you flagellate yourself if you miss a workout. And if it's been so long that then you're embarrassed and you're like, I'm just not going to go back. What if you stopped the exercise and you just moved? Like you just moved. You found ways that felt good to move in your body that included even like parking further away from the front door of the store, taking multiple trips from the car to your house with your grocery bags, taking your kids for a walk, squatting to pick up the laundry basket instead of bending over, lunging up the stairs instead of walking, standing on one foot while you brush your teeth, like just incorporating movement. Taking classes that feel really good. Maybe you've taken a yoga class or a dance class or a karate class that felt really good and you were like, yeah, this is awesome. That's where motivation comes from. You want to stay motivated to move your body? Do something you like rather than something you think you should. And you will not need motivation. You won't need somebody being like, go get him, tiger, because you're already doing that for yourself. Because it's something that feels good. Again, remember, it's got to be selfish. It has to be. If it's not something you enjoy, you're not going to stick to it long term. And if you do stick to it long term, you're going to hate it, right? Like you may have a body that you really like because you restrict your calories and you work out five days a week. But do you really like your life? Do you? I used to do that. I had a body that I loved. It was like, this body is hot when I thought that. That was like a rare thing. More often than not, I was nitpicking it because I was unhappy in my life. Because I worked out six days a week, sometimes twice a day, for hours a day, and I didn't eat anything. I restricted my calories. Hated that life. That was the worst. Now I have extra pounds on my body. I eat what I want, and I move in a way that feels good, and I love it. I love my body and I love my life. 
took years, right? And there are days where I'm like, oh gosh, that's, uh, that's more lines on my chin than I'd like to see. But you know what? Those moments are fleeting. And I think about what do I really want? I don't want to spend all my time on the treadmill. I'd rather be outside walking with my family or going for a hike or taking a yoga class or going for a bike ride. That's what I would rather do. I want to do what I enjoy because I don't need motivation to keep doing it. And I'm going to reap the benefits of it. I hope this makes sense to you. I just, this is one of those episodes that I kind of sat down and just took a deep breath and started recording. And I'm hoping that for wherever you are in your journey today, that this was something that was helpful for you. Whether you're stuck in the middle of that crazy cycle and you just feel a little desperate, you're feeling like things are coming unhinged, or whether you're sitting there thinking, I need to start making some changes. Wherever you're at in your journey, just try to remember these things. Gotta start with why. The bedrock foundation of why you want what you want. And it has to be selfish. It's gotta be about you and for you. It'll benefit other people. Yes, it'll benefit your kids, your grandkids, your spouse. It'll maybe please your doctor, who knows? (laughs) But it's gotta be selfish and it has to be for you. And you have to know that you're worth it. And if you're struggling with that self-acceptance piece, I want to talk to you. I want to help you practice self-acceptance so that you can believe that you're worthy and you can believe that you can do it. Because you can and you are. And friend, you don't have to earn your worthiness. You don't have to try harder. You don't have to work harder at it. You just got to think differently about it and start making some selfish decisions. Because those are the ones that are going to keep you motivated and keep you inspired. All right, my friends, I hope to see you chatting about this over in the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group. I love you. Have a great weekend and I'll see you next week.